You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? What's the prime time, bitch? Nothing like a strangulation to get the circulation going. They're coming to get you, Barbara. This house is clean. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. I am pain. Happy Halloween! That's right. Happy Halloween, everybody. It is finally here, the day that we all love and cherish horror fans that's right i am so excited hopefully you are all just as excited as me yeah it's a monday but still that should not stop you from going trick-or-treating for all you kitties out there and uh you know all you boys and ghouls hopefully you're getting that horror movie set you're carving a pumpkin you're eating some candy and uh, some popcorn, maybe. I don't know. Whatever else you do on a Halloween, whatever your tradition is. Maybe you're going to a uh, Halloween get-together. Uh, something. Just enjoy the day. Enjoy the day. All right. It's day 31 of Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween, which means this is the very last entry for the year 2022. Which unfortunately means that I will not see you until next year. That's right. We are doing a uh, a post Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween 2022 edition uh, episode. So stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff on that. Uh, including my top 10 films in my opinion that I watched this month. As well as what I'm looking forward to in 2023. And what I missed in 2022 that I could have watched. But uh, we got a special, special film for all you guys today. There is always hype about certain films, right? Some films, they get overhyped. Some films, they get a little underhyped. I remember when the Blair Witch Project was released, to me, it was overhyped, right? Oh, my God, people fainting in the theaters, heart attacks, this and this and that. Can't believe it. Uh, this movie just scared the crap. And I remember watching it and being like, yeah, I don't I don't see it. I mean, it was it was listen, do not get me wrong. I enjoyed the Blair Witch Project for what it was, right? For those guys to take $5,000 in a handheld camera, bravo, because they made over $400 million. That is such a return investment. But to me, again, the hype was bigger than the film. <clears throat> I don't remember if it was last year or if it was the year before, but I remember I checked out Terrifier. And then I checked out All Hallows' Eve, which was the original film that featured Art the Clown. But I remember watching Terrifier and just being like, what in the hell did I just watch? You know what I mean? Like just being in shock. And what I had seen, like, like take slasher films and then match that with the torture porn 
era of the early 2000s with the films like Saw and Hostel and, and Rob Zombie's you know, House of a Thousand Corpses, so on and so forth, Devil's Rejects, so on and so forth. And you turn it up a notch, right? You just keep turning that some bitch up to they can't go any further. And that is Terrifier. So then there's all this hype around Terrifier 2. And I remember being at a convention. I believe it was Rock and Shock. And I remember Felissa Rose being excited because she had just gotten approached about being in uh, Terrifier 2. Right, when that was going into development. And being totally excited for her, you know what I mean? But I remember there was such, such hype about this film when it was actually released in theaters earlier in the month that people were passing out, throwing up. They couldn't handle the gore that was in this film. And I said, come on, really? How are they going to top what they did in Terrifier 1? Right? And then I watched the film. And before I give you my reaction... Here it is for today, Terrifier 2. So, did you figure out what you're dressing up as tomorrow? He wants to dress up as a real guy who murdered nine people last year. Oh, you're not doing that. It's just a costume. You think that guy's still out there? What's up with you and this clown all of a sudden? You're like obsessed. They never found his body. What if he decides to come back here? I wouldn't worry about it. Wait a minute, aren't you that guy from the costume shop? Sir, what are you doing? It wasn't me. He was covered in blood on his shirt and his hands when he got here. I'm telling you, it was him, Ellie. Right down to the little black dot on the tip of his nose. You're really weird, you know that? <laughs> I believe him. About what? Something really bad's gonna happen tonight. No, I, I know when Jonathan's lying, okay? I, I could hear it in his voice. Something's, something's wrong. Look, we're gonna have fun. Mm -hmm. Stress-free environment. Yep. Speaking of surprises, kids, we have a very special guest with us today. All the way from Miles County, please welcome Art the Clown. You have been warned. If you do not want to know what happens, do not continue on because there are going to be spoilers in this article. All right. I have warned you. Remember. All right. So Terrifier 2. Once again, written, directed by Damien Leon. Once again, featuring David Howard Thornton as Art the Clown. But this time, this time, he is on a rampage because Art is 
is after two kids, right? After being resurrected by a sinister entity, Art the Clown returns to the timid town of Miles County where he targets a teenage girl and her younger brother on Halloween night. That's right. Art the Clown. Just as sadistic as ever. And the events take place, funny enough, the events take place right when Victoria goes after the... um, the talk show host there, Monica Brown, right? So that's when the events take place for this film. And Sienna is this girl played by Lauren Levera, who's very creative. Um, her and her brother, Jonathan, who's played by Elliot Fulham, are uh, a couple of kids who are living with their single mom because their dad, who is also very super creative, basically went nuts and apparently killed himself. So they're trying to handle things on their own with their mom, who's having a tough time. And Elliot's having a, well, Jonathan, excuse me, is having an equally tough time um, because he's obsessed with the murders of Art the Clown. And meanwhile, Sienna just wants to have some fun. She wants to go to this Halloween party with her friends, Brooke, who's played by Kaylee Hyman. And her friend, I believe, the other girl's name, I cannot remember. It's escaping me right now. Allie, which is played by Casey Hartnett. So they all want to go. And uh, unfortunately, Art is now terrorizing the town once again. And he's got a little companion with him, which is a girl that apparently was a little girl that was murdered. But she is like basically like Harley Quinn to Art the Clown, you know, as Joker, whatever, if you want to call it that, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but nonetheless, the movie is just pure brutality from beginning to end. There's a scene where he goes over uh, Allie's house. And what he does to her is just absolutely insane. I mean, just insane. He rips her arm off, you know, rips part of her face off, I believe, or rips open her back. I mean, this movie is just pure brutality for the sake of brutality. And uh, I, I know nothing will, to me will ever top that scene in the first film where he has the naked girl and he chops her right in half. Um, But some of these kills in this film are pretty, pretty brutal. Another one um, that gets me is, is Allie's mom comes home to discover her sitting up in the bed and she is just, like, mutilated. Like, I don't even think she has legs anymore. Because Art has just been going to town on this poor chick. And next thing you know, he answers the door. And he's got Allie's mom's head filled with candy on the top. And all the kids are like, oh, look at that cool bucket. And the mom the mom bringing the kids is even like, yeah, look how creative that is. Oh, that must just be fake blood. Don't worry about it being so sticky. You know, and it's just, it was, it's like, what enough? You know what I mean? Like, you're just like, WTF? The hell is going on here in this film? 
And it's like that for most of the film. One of the the questions that I really had about this was one they didn't really answer per se. And is that and and that is what is the connection with Sienna and Jonathan? You know what I mean? Like where is this connection because it feels like there's some underlying connection between the two of them with Art the Clown. You know what I mean? Like why did her did their father collect these articles, you know, about the little girl and about Art the Clown? I mean, what did he see? You know what I mean? Like in that time to for it to be cuz it feels like they they're trying to make some sort of connection. That's what it feels like. When you're watching the film and you're wondering like where, but where is it? And they don't really answer it, right? He's just a psychopath who apparently decides to go after Sienna and her friends. And the final battle scene, man, between Sienna, Jonathan, and Art the Clown is absolute brutality. He's got this weapon, which is like a... I can't remember what the weapon's called, but it's it's very biblical in a way. It's like the uh, it's like a whip, but it's got like the sharp edges at the end, like the like the knives thing that they beat Jesus with. But that's what he's beating the bolt. I mean, it's just pure brutality. And somehow they keep coming back when they think he's down. He keeps coming back, and it's just, dude, it's it's brutality until the very end. When uh, he finally meets his maker. Or at least that's what you think. You think. That Art the Clowns met his maker. And you got to stick around. They almost do it like Marvel style. Right? Where it's like it goes into the credits. And it shows like all the main actors. And who was directed by. And then before it goes into the rest of the credits. Right? You have the post credit scene. Well there is a post credit scene. In this film that features Chris Jericho as a security guard. And they're at the hospital. This this mental institution in Victoria Hayes is there. And what she does and gives birth to. It, it, I, I don't know what in the hell is going on. It's just absolute insane. It's insanity. I'm telling you. This movie is just absolute brutality and insanity. All in one. That's all I can really say to describe this. But it's a well done. I mean it's long. This is a two hour. And and you got to be invested. This is a two hour and and about two hour and 20 minutes of a film. But it does not feel like it doesn't feel like a two hour and 20 minute film. If you get what I'm saying. Because it's just man it, it doesn't drag He's just going in perfect succession with each murder. It's it flows, and it's and this was a really well done film, like very well done. If you love gore, right, and gore is your thing, and you're looking for gore, this is gore tastic. That's all I'm gonna say. This is gore tastic for all you guys that love that kind of stuff. By the time I'm releasing this. I didn't realize that Terrifier 2 was still playing in some theaters on Halloween night. I was actually pretty surprised by that uh, because I watched this on Screenbox. 
because this is a screen box exclusive. So pretty exciting stuff. If you want to go see it in theaters, I would suggest going going to see it in theaters. This is well worth it. Well worth it. And here's and to go back to my my earlier point of the connection. Here's another thing that I just remembered at the top of my head. They're also dreaming about this land, this place that exists. When you watch the film in the final battle scene, you'll see that she gets kicked into this. Uh, they go to this this haunted ride called the Terrifier, which seems to be the connection point for Art the Clown. And this is world that she dreams about. That looks like the set of like Bozo the Clown or something like that. It looks like a show. And you got people on swing sets and, you know, uh, some kid eating Art the Clown like cereal that has razor blades and, and cockroaches in it. And she's like, oh, we have a very special guest, everybody, coming all the way from Miles County. It's Art the Clown. And all of a sudden things just go to shit, right? And you think, okay, it's just a dream. She's only dreaming. But then you see it's an actual reality somewhere deep down below, right? Is that hell? You know, is that symbolic for hell and that's where he came from? I don't know, man, but there's some sort of connection because she dreamt about it. So that's why I wondered where is the connection? You know, I mean, has he? did he seek her out and that's how there's that connection? Like, hey, I sought you out. I'm going to kill you tonight. That's basically what's going to happen. Kind of like uh, with Victoria. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you went right after her. That's it. You know? Uh, but, yeah. So, there's all that. Well acted. Very well acted. There is no cheese whatsoever in this film. I, I dare anybody to find it. You know? I mean, yeah, there might be a couple things. But nothing felt out of out of place with it. You know what I mean? The party scene was, was kind of natural. At first, you're like... You're wondering because Victoria's acting, not Victoria, Sienna's acting a little too into like the fact that she took a shot of whiskey and, and whatever. And it was like, I don't ever remember acting like that after a shot of whiskey. Like she was like touching everything like she was on ecstasy. And all of a sudden, you know, you find out, then you find out, oh, yeah, I dropped half of a tab of Molly, you know, a tablet of Molly in your drink. That's why you're feeling good. And it's like, okay, now that makes sense. But everything in the film just really congeals. It really goes well. It flows very well. The film, yeah, is long, but it doesn't feel that way. Well acted. Great cinematography. That's that's one thing, you, you know, I don't really give a lot of credit to enough. Not enough. And I really should because I'm a huge, huge fan of cinematography. Because without that, I mean, you don't have a film, let's be honest. But uh, George Stuber does a terrific, terrific job uh, with this film. And then Damien Leon editing his own film, too. It was well edited as well. Like, it just flows. There's, there was no bad job. Everybody in this film deserves a crap ton of credit. From the music from Paul Wiley, cinematography from George Stuber, the editing, directing, and the writing by Damien Leon, uh, Jason Levy, great casting, costume design by Olga Turka, well done, the makeup department, uh, Jackie Hughes, Brianna Lloydgren, Zachary Ripps, Alana Rose, all those people 
deserve a shit ton of credit for this film. Um, bravo to you guys. This is probably, yeah, it's gore, it's gore-tastic. I'll say it again, gore-tastic. And while it is that, this is actually a really good film. If you can get over the gore, dude, this is as classic of a slasher. This is going to go down in history as one of the classic slasher flicks. Art the Clown is going to be up there with the likes of Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, uh, you know, whoever else. He's he's in that, you know, the, the ghost face. He's in that conversation. All right. He's going to be at one hell of a Halloween costume if he isn't already. And I remember I went to a convention. I saw somebody dressed up as Art the Clown. So I'm telling you, he's taken over pop culture. The film is definitely worth the hype. Although I only felt squeamish during one scene. And I won't tell you which one because you'll have to watch it for yourself. But very well done. Excellent, excellent film. Again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in every day to Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween 2022. I appreciate it so much. I will see you guys on the Day of the Dead, right? Dia de los Motros or All Saints Day, whatever you want to call it. I believe it's All Saints Day. I might have messed that up. But anyways, I will see you guys tomorrow for the recap. And before I forget, I have to give this film a grade. I don't know where my mind is going sometimes. Uh, this film gets an A for a final grade. There you go, an A, because it's excellent. Go and watch it. See you guys tomorrow.